0: Hello, my name is Monique Kamela. I am a trauma-informed feminine empowerment, self-love, and relationships coach. I created the Good Girl Unleashed podcast as a way to support you on your journey to liberating yourself from limiting beliefs, trauma, suppression, so that we can all come home and live authentically and unapologetically I support my clients and my community with resolving trauma, releasing suppressed emotions in a safe, supportive way that allows them to reconnect to their authentic self and create a deeply fulfilling life and rich, nourishing relationships. I'm so grateful that you're here. Let's dive into today's episode. so welcome to the good girl unleashed podcast so i'm here with kayla um i've been in kayla's mastermind for the last it must have been five months now coming up to the toward the end of it and it's been just really absolutely incredible being a part of such a, a powerful container of women and getting to know you more like i know we were kind of going to the same festivals and like i could we're kind of like passing each other but not hadn't really fully connected But the first time that i actually connected with you was at earthbeat in 2020 was it 20 yeah i think it was um or 2021 Mm -hmm. yeah it might have been 2021 um yeah and so that was i went to your cacao ceremony at that festival and it was so powerful because i had an experience where i hadn't connected to what people consider like their guides and i was like why don't i have any guides because they're not here (laughs) and they they just weren't showing up in the way that other people expressed or explained theirs and so i felt like i must be really alone because i don't seeing these different angels or whatever but in that particular ceremony i actually connected to what i felt were my guides and i realized that they'd actually been with me all along and it was such a powerful journey and I just connect I could feel my heart expanding wide open and it was just really really magical and then I um started connecting with you and following you online from there and then yeah when your mastermind popped up there was just something about it that just really stood out and I was like all right it's time to journey together um so I'm so grateful that you're here and we get to Mm. learn a bit more about you and hear some of your magic and your wisdom that you have to share so let's maybe start with just like who are you (laughs) maybe a little introduction and um what brought you here to doing all the amazing magic that you share with the world
1: Mm, thank you Monique wow it's so beautiful to hear that like I I know that we've had this conversation about you coming to the earthbeat ceremony but I actually forgot and that's so special because when I think back to that ceremony, it truly is one of my favorite ceremonies, you know, like 200 maybe people in one spot, like there wasn't much space. So we all kind of ended up in a cuddle puddle. <laughs> there was so much love in that space. Oh, it just uh, so special that that's how we first connected and yeah that's the work I so love to do in this world so yeah a little bit about me hi everyone I'm Kayla Anderson um, I am a self-worth coach so a big part of my work is helping people to feel good enough helping people remember how deeply worthy they are um Um, and a lot of my work is helping people to align with the self that they're truly here to be in this life so we all have this ideal version of ourselves right this ideal reality that we desire to be living and the real the reality is so many of us don't actually believe that that life is possible for us or we don't actually believe that we're worthy of that and so this um yeah this is such a big journey that i support people with is allowing themselves to come into alignment with that vision so if you have a vision for yourself and this dream life but you don't believe it's possible how can we bring your belief on board how can we br- bring the action that you're taking taking each day on board with that vision and the energy that you hold on board with that vision because the reality is if we have a certain desire for our lives and then all of those things are not in congruence with it, then it's going to be very hard to bring it into form. So that's what I help people to do, Um, yeah, mostly within their personal lives, but I also help people within business as well. Um, And the way that I actually got here was, yeah, it's been such a big journey actually um, with my own self-worth and growing up really questioning whether I'm good enough. Um, Yeah, to kind of take it back to the start Um, I grew up in a home where one of my parents was addicted to meth. Um, And, yeah, he was really struggling within his own life and brought those struggles into the family dynamic. There was a lot of fighting. There was a lot of, um, yeah, separation from him actually because he wasn't around very often and um as a child so much of my subconscious conditioning was around you know the fear of being abandoned not being good enough for my dad um yeah questioning my worth in so many ways um, and that led to so many self-doubts throughout high school. I think we all can relate to this on so many levels. High school such a difficult time for us all, no matter what we go through in our childhood. And beyond the conditioning that happened in my family home, you know, we're subject to so much societal conditioning around not being good enough as well. We're subject to so many thousands of ads around beauty and standards around our beauty as women. So on so many levels throughout my upbringing, I was conditioned to believe that, you um, I was not enough and those core wounds from my childhood were abandonment, fear of being alone and just really, really playing small, really questioning um, whether what I desired was actually possible for me. And actually, a lot of the time I didn't even dream that big because I kind of put myself in this box. And yeah, finished high school, went into the world. I started working in uh, a kitchen as a kitchen hand um, and then like in several different cafes. Um, I was in a long-term relationship with someone that I met in high school and I was kind of just plodding along with life, feeling so depressed actually um I used to go to this job at the cafe and think okay I'm just I guess I'm just gonna work at a cafe for the rest of my life um I ended up having this incredible moment with this woman Linda who um, worked in one of the cafes that I was working in and we were on a work to do one day you're going to leave this job and go study. And she was in her 50s at that point in time, and she looked at me and she was like, you can't stay here. Look at me. I'm, um, you know, I'm in my 50s. I don't own my own home. I'm living week to week. You cannot follow in my footsteps. You need to go out and you need to go and, and do something with your life life and that was like such a turning point um where I did wow actually maybe I can dream bigger than this cafe job um and that really inspired me to go and study I studied sport and exercise science and um throughout that journey um, ended up really focusing on my health and well-being and my body, and I'd always grown up really judging and not liking my body. Um, And so this was, like, such a great opportunity to get the perfect body. And I say that, like, sarcastically because I don't believe that that's actually a reality. Um, the perfect body might, may exist based off beauty standards, but I think everybody is perfect. Um, but that journey that led me into um, training to compete in a bodybuilding competition and, um, yeah, it never happened. I never made it to stage. But what I did make, <laughs> what I did end up with was, a binge eating disorder, and body dysmorphia. And that kind of sparked the very beginning of my self-love journey because I ended up in this place of rock bottom, rock bottom with the way that I was feeling in my body, the way that I was eating. Um, And then also rock bottom because I had entered this relationship in my school years and um, I was still in it, even though I really knew that I didn't actually want to be in it, but I was so fearful of abandonment and all of that. Um, but we grow up in this reality where society teaches us we need to live this certain life, right? In order to be happy, you need the partner, you need the perfect body, you need the home. And so instead of leaving my partner, I started on my self-love journey. I started my journey to healing my body. And then um, we bought a house together. And then we were, yeah, we were living together in this house. And I thought maybe that would make me happier, but suddenly I was still equally as unhappy even though I ticked off this big societal box when I got my body down to this place of almost making it to stage and I had all of the abs that I ever dreamed of I still wasn't happy I couldn't quite understand like oh you know I thought taking that thing off would also make me happy yeah then went on um, to have a very successful personal training business. I was working like seventy hours a week in this business, making um, quite good money for for that job. And um, I remember getting home each day, and I would drive home and actually cry on the way home because even that dream job and even you know the the good wages wasn't making me happy and so I was in this predicament of feeling depressed and feeling stuck within all of these things um and that led me to uh signing up with my first ever life coach which I just have Happened to bump into at the woman's expo I was there for like woman's wellness stuff did not ever thought changing mindset didn't had no idea what limiting beliefs were or anything like that and um I yeah I bumped into this woman and she just sold me which is so random like I never I never ever thought that um that stuff was important when I was on my health and fitness journey and the journey that I was in within my life. But she she really spoke to the wounds that I was currently moving through and offered a solution and we started working together and she really helped me through the huge fears that I had around abandonment, the fears that I had around being alone, the doubts that I had around my worth on so many levels she supported with that and her support along with a few other things really helped me to gain the courage to leave my relationship so at the end of 2017 I was working with her in 2018 I made the courageous decision it was hands down today, it's still the scariest decision that I've ever had to make because I was still filled with so many beliefs and fear around these things. And yeah, I I left that relationship. I decided to quit my job as a PT to start taking my business online. And I booked a one-way ticket to travel to the other side of the world. And I kind of did all those things Ended up traveling to the other side of the world and just having to wing it in my business. Oh, my God, it was pretty chaotic at the start and such a healing journey going on those travels. But I started to travel the world, um, learning the art of self-love all around the world from different teachers. And um, it ended up, yeah, just being amazing. I remember lying on a yacht in Croatia, we were sailing, the Croatian islands. And I was lying on this yacht and I was like, wow, I was deep belly laughing. And I thought to myself, I have not felt like this in years. I could not remember the last time that I felt so in love with myself and in alignment with you know, what my soul actually wanted because for so long I'd been ignoring it and so long I'd been putting off making these decisions that I knew were meant for me. Um, and that was such a special, like, life-changing moment. And ever since then I've been so devoted to loving myself, following my heart and and so so devoting others to do the same through the beliefs and the the desire to be. And, yeah, since then, um, yeah, I I now coach women online. I host retreats around the world. We did two in Portugal this year, one in Greece last year. Um, We've got one coming up in New Zealand next year, which is super exciting. And I do online programs as well, and have been invited to multiple different countries around the world, such as Cyprus and South Africa and Bali, to share my self love magic as well, which just feels so fucking cool, actually, because here I was stuck in this house with the relationship that I wasn't happy in. And I truly believed that this is as good as it gets. Like maybe I just have to sit here and, nothing else is possible and to be able to make those courageous decisions and see how much life still rewards me on the other side it's just so so special so
0: mm.
1: yeah yeah um Such a that <laughs> felt like a, a full <laughs> a full life story but that's that's pretty much how I got here yeah yeah trying to keep it short but
0: (laughs) it's so so hard hard. there's so many pieces that line up that get us to make these big shifts because what I often like talk about is kind of people are looking for this overnight success or this quick fix or this magic pill or like this big breakthrough but it's every step that you take that leads Mm -hmm. up to that and I feel like it's not necessarily always just this kind of big thing that happens like changes overnight often it's like it's those little steps that lead you every step of the way to kind of like even with you like working with the life coach and building up that courage and that confidence in yourself to be like no this is not the life for me and taking that leap of faith but it was all those steps you took leading Mm -hmm. up to that um and yeah so resonate with so many parts of your story as well and I recently wrote blog blog post talking about like am i doing it right and it's like this kind of fear of i need to do all the things And i kind of spoke about as well like the story of like you get the partner and you have your one person for life and you get married and you buy a house and you have the stable job and like i was fed that story as well like many of us were like this is the way to do life this is the way to do sex this is the way to do the healing journey rather than actually exploring your own path and trying things on and seeing what fits Mm. yeah
1: Mm. so powerful to to recognize that i think and continuously remind ourselves of that like yeah, it's and also recognizing that in the world that we live in, like if you think about the weight loss industry, we're fed the magic pill. Oh, take this detox, and within 12 days, you'll have abs, or you know, follow this formula. It's so fed to us that we can kind of just skip, hop, and jump our way into that reality, but there's so much power in continuously reminding ourselves that it is a dance and an art that is continuously unfolding and what works for us Mm. might not work for someone else. And um, to be able to be in touch with your own inner guidance system is so important when it comes to this because that heart that heart space and that that inner knowing truly knows what we we need it, at each moment and to be able to continuously come to that instead of comparing ourselves to others or instead mm-hmm. of looking for that quick fix i think is so so powerful on the journey yeah Mm.
0: it's tuning in like that inner guidance system is really what allows you to discern between like is this actually what i want or is this what i've been conditioned to want because if i have this body Mm. or i have this relationship or i have the house or the job or whatever i'll fit in i'll be loved i'll be accepted and a lot of that it does start in childhood of what was kind of projected onto us of what's going to give us a good life what's going to make us happy what's going to make our parents proud of us or whatever it Mm -hmm. is it's like and mm-hmm. then we take these on and we're like, I have to do this thing in order to get the love, acceptance and belonging that I need in order to survive, because those needs weren't met in childhood. And so we're still craving those needs, but mm-hmm. we're needing those needs to be met outside of ourselves, because in infancy and in childhood, we needed our needs to be met by our original caregivers. And so there's still that part of us that's like mm-hmm. craving, like, please love me, rather than actually knowing how to love ourselves.
1: Yes. Yes. Mm, such an illusion that we're fed, and this reminds me actually of I can't remember what tribe it is, and it may be like multiple tribes around the world. But I remember learning from Greg Braden. I don't know if you know of Greg Braden. I don't think so. He's like, um. He teaches heart brain coherence and he teaches a lot about belief. I can't actually remember what his title is, um, but I remember learning a lot about lim- limiting beliefs from him and so, yeah, Greg Braden was sharing a story about certain tribes that keep their children in darkness for the first few years of their lives. And the purpose of this is so that that child can learn to self soothe and create fulfillment from the inside out rather than seeking outside of themselves for that because when we are born into this world, we're constantly taught in so many different ways that our fulfillment comes from our food or the device or, um, you know, all of these different things. You know, as we get older, it's the house, it's the car, blah, blah, blah. And so to teach a child in those first really key developmental years that fulfillment comes from within, That is like the most powerful thing I think a human can get to experience because to walk in the world with this energy of like my cup inside of my heart, if we imagine that there's a cup inside the heart and we're constantly tending to it so it's overflowing from within and we're just feeling so whole from within, we're feeling so complete from within and then we go out into the world yes we can waver every now and then but if there's this practice of coming back to that and filling up then those things have no nowhere near as much power over us i think it's so freaking powerful so yeah Mm. um that was really inspiring to hear and I can't remember what the tribe is but super interesting that that's like a practice that they know is super important for their their children in order to go through this life um in a really nourished way
0: yeah and it, it so resonates because like we all do have a lot of us do have that conditioning of to seek outside of self for happiness and love and acceptance and all of and purpose and all of these things. And then we're constantly looking outside of ourselves for something to make us happy and waiting for the external to change. But something that I'm constantly reminding like my community of is like it's the internal that will reflect outward so it's like if you if you shift the inside that's when the external will change but if you're waiting for the Mm. external to change it's just not gonna like it might for a moment and then you wonder why oh i'm back here again or this is coming up again or why am i still here why am i experiencing this it's like well have you addressed what's actually the root cause of that because we're Mm. often like tending to the symptoms so it's like we actually have to relearn how to feel or create that fulfillment inside of ourselves and what was coming up is I remember um because actually I went down the personal training route as well um, which is really fascinating I love like, that. I Did my <laughs> diploma of Fitness and remedial massage I was going to do like all of those things and just wasn't landing and I shifted my path too but it was quite fascinating. Like I remember when they were speaking about, if you learn how to do a squat wrong the first time, it is so much harder to learn it to do the right way. Cause you've got to unlearn what you've already learned. But if you mm. learn how to do the squat correctly, the first time it's so much easier. There's still a process of learning, like any skill. It takes time. People kind of, I think tend to think that they're just going to go on their self-love journey and just, form like know how to self-love but if you've been practicing the opposite for so long you've got to kind of unlearn those patterns and that conditioning and what you've been playing Mm -hmm. out for a period of time and you're shifting those neural pathways it does take a period and a process to actually move into that Um, but yeah I find that that really fascinating just that correlation of like these babies are being taught from the get-go so it's going to be much easier for them to like Mm -hmm. maintain connecting to that inner fulfillment whereas when we've learned Mm. to seek outside to shift that it and like how how long have we actually been seeking outside for like most of us most of our life (laughs) like Mm -hmm. 20 30 40 50 years and then we're wanting to shift that in a day or a week or a 30-day program it's like yes sometimes (laughs) these spontaneous shifts can happen like spontaneous Enlightenment yes it can happen but for a lot of us, we actually embark on a really incredible journey, which takes a longer time, but you learn so much. There's always so many gifts that you receive in that.
1: Mm, for sure. Yeah. And it's such a journey of being compassionate with ourselves, you know, on that path, because, like you say, it is a real journey. And we're going to have moments where, we we wish we were a certain way or, you know, we are 10 steps back again and to be so loving with ourselves as we walk this path I think is such an act of self-love. And I remember when I first started my self-love journey, I thought that it meant being in this certain energy all the time. It meant being confident all the time and, like, loving all parts of me all the time. And as I've kind of matured into this, this this dance with self-love, I've recognized that self-love is actually knowing that I'm not gonna be there all the time. Mm. And even when I'm not, I can still love myself for that. Yeah. I can still be compassionate. Because no, I wasn't raised for three years in the darkness and there is a lot that, (laughs) you know, my soul, my, my being is working through in this lifetime. Can I give myself more love in the moments where I'm not feeling my best, um, not less. Can I give myself more love, not less?
0: Yeah. Mm. And What's coming up now is like I remember speaking about how there's this saying of like I want to be the best version of myself and sometimes that's coming from a place of I'm not good enough as I am and it's like it's not that you're not good enough as you are it's just that there's always room for growth and evolution and expansion and all of that but who you are right now is incredible and amazing and has been through so much and deserves just as much love as this perceived best version or ideal Mm -hmm. version like they're both just as worthy like it's not that who you like that kind of idea of who you should be or need to be or any kind of circumstance that determines your worthiness your worthiness is innate and nothing you do or don't do will actually change that you're worthy regardless and you deserve all the beauty and the abundance and the delicious life experience that you could ever think of but like what we're going through is like like you say just really loving yourself in in all moments doesn't mean you feel Mm -hmm. amazing in all moments but you can always Mm -hmm. meet yourself with more compassion more love and i think when we go into those spaces where we're like not feeling our best and our stuff is coming up and maybe we're self-criticizing or beating ourselves up or, or any of that we're really hurting in those times and i think we really mm. need more love more compassion than we could ever like think it's just like mm. more that part of you deserves so much more um and it's really for me what's helped is just to slow down and to allow my mind to do whatever it wants to do And just to hold space for it, not to wrong it and say like, oh, I shouldn't be thinking this, I shouldn't be doing that, or I should Mm. be doing this, or I should be doing that. It's actually like, well, there's no shoulda, it's just what's here right now. And how can you hold yourself in that?
1: Mm, Yes, so important. I think that's something that I would recommend as well, is just being in acceptance especially if you're starting off on your self-love journey as well and you kind of like look at this idealized version of you and then compare yourself to where you are now and see like oh maybe you think I have so much further to go something that I think is so powerful in the now is just to be with where you are at now and I love bringing in this affirmation as I breathe and I breathe in and as I inhale, I say, I see you. And then as I exhale, I say, I accept you. And whenever I'm leaning into a new level of growth, I always know that such a big part of that journey is taking time to really sit and accept what I am, like where I am at now and that practice so helps with that I see you I accept you Mm, because it's with the acceptance like acceptance is such a gift and we may not be able to say oh I deeply love you and fully believe that but what we can start with is I accept where I am at now Mm -hmm. And even when you just say that you feel your entire body melt a little bit and you feel the pressure come off, like we don't have to rush into that next self. We can really accept and through that space, the motivation, And the, the willingness to move forward is so much greater and comes from such a juicier place than like that pressure of like, oh, I have to move forward because I'm not good enough where I am right now.
0: And I love that because I've, I've had, um, people reach out in the past of like self love feels like such a leap for me. Like, how do I even just get to self like, because love kind of feels like it's just so beyond like possible, and so mm-hmm. it's like those baby steps and i love that like self-acceptance and i think what comes up for me there is like sometimes we can feel like if i accept myself as i am then i'll just be stuck here and i i'll be unhappy or i'm just accepting or i'm giving up like there's there can be a bit of con- confusion around like if am i accepting and that means i'm just gonna be this forever and so yeah for me like that was definitely a real challenge because it's like i struggled with the deep belief of not being good enough as well and i think so many of us do and it's so deeply ingrained of like self-acceptance was such a challenge but do you have anything to kind of share in relation to
1: that Hmm. yes yeah, this is a big one. And I think I actually would love to share a story because I, I love the power of storytelling and how, you know, through different examples, we can relate back to our own realities. But um, when I had a binge eating disorder, the only way through is full acceptance, full acceptance and full permission to eat whatever you want and i remember thinking like i can't accept my my body where it is and i can't just allow myself to eat whatever i want i'll go crazy i'll go off the rails like i'll just i'll just stay here forever because i'm just accepting where i am now Um, But no matter how I tried to ignore that path of healing of like the full acceptance and the full allowance, I just kept coming back to it like that was the only way forward because I had swung the pendulum so far one way right like it was like restriction bad food everything's labeled bad and so I had to come back into the space of like just allowing myself to eat whatever I wanted and um, I remember just being overseas on my travel and courageously making those decisions to do it and I was like okay best time to eat whatever i want is in europe because the cheese is great like the bread's going off like (laughs) the chocolate's amazing so i may as well break my intense restriction while i'm here and i remember um there was this period there definitely was a period where I did go off the rails off the rails I kind of say that sarcastically because what even is that but um, I let myself eat whatever I wanted I was and the binge eating symptoms were there too you know I was binging on chocolate I would buy like so many different snacks, you know, when you go shopping at an overseas supermarket, it's so exciting. You want to try all the things. So I'm snacking up a storm. Oh my gosh, my body felt so (laughs) gross, actually, like not in terms of how I looked, but I just felt so lethargic. Oh, it was such a time, but yeah. So I was in this stage of full allowance was definitely going backwards. Mm-hmm. That's what I was telling myself, you know? Um, and I, as I was in that continued to have to lean into, I accept myself here. Mm-hmm. I see you and I accept you. And as my body quite quickly, increased in size and weight I was continuously reminding myself if I can't love myself here at my heaviest I'm never going to be able to love myself and so I continued every day when I was judging my body when I was stuck in these eating cycles to repeat I accept myself here I accept myself here I accept myself here and eventually you get to a point through all of that acceptance where you have accepted yourself so much that you do want to choose differently. Yeah. You know, eventually I got tired of feeling like shit, you know, eventually I got tired of scoffing all of the chocolate. And from there, I got to choose to show up for myself differently because I had accepted myself there. I was able to choose differently instead of the energy of I have to do differently. Mm -hmm. And a mantra that I brought in that really supported me was I can eat anything I want. I'm just choosing not to right now. I can eat anything I want. I'm just choosing not to right now. So it came from this space of, you know, always pushing myself. I have to be better. I have to change in order to be good enough so I can feel good enough. I have to have that skinny body or I have to, you know, be confident so I can be good enough. And that whole journey led me to I'm choosing to. Mm. I'm choosing to. I'm choosing to. And I want to give another analogy because I think this can be super helpful as well. And I learned this from a guy called Matt Khan. You love can find Matt his. Khan. <laughs> ah, yeah. uh, He's yeah. a vibe. Yeah, my auntie shared him with me and I watched a few of his videos and he shared this analogy of this the self-love bank account. And I love sharing this with my clients Mm -hmm. because I think it's super helpful. And he shares that when we're born into this world and if we think back to, you know, being a baby, you're born with so much self-love look at the way toddlers you know waltz around like they own the place they don't give a fuck they're just like up in here owning all parts of them they have so much love they haven't forgotten yet who they Theo truly definitely are he does that <laughs>
0: yeah <laughs> like, i own you and i own this and this is my house <laughs>
1: oh my god he to
0: buy his house and he's already got one.
1: <laughs> Oh, so much confidence
0: so good
1: yeah, yeah. So that's what we're born like. And that just is proof that we are innately worthy. You know, we know this from within. And throughout our lives, different experiences happen. So we, we're born with so worthy, we feel great. And our self love bank account is in abundance. We've got so much self love in the account. And throughout our lives, different events occur. Maybe we see that beauty ad or maybe that person um, abuses us when we're, when we're younger or that experience happens that feels really difficult. And these things all kind of chip away at our self-love bank account and it gets lower and lower and lower. All this money has being taken out. Um, All this self-love's been taken out and we eventually end up in this negative space, the space where um, our bank account is just in, in a negative. And for me, you know, when I was in this journey with my binge eating disorder, and if you think about me, I was trying to get up Monday and start eating well again before the full allowance and acceptance, I would cash my check on a Sunday night. I would say, okay, tomorrow morning, I'm going to, I'm not going to smash that tub of peanut butter. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to show up and I'm going to feel great in my body and I'm going to eat really well. And I would wake up the next day and I would be stuck in the cycle still. And, With the bank account analogy, that's because my self-love account was such negative and balance that when I cashed that check overnight, it bounced.
0: Mm.
1: And so with this analogy, Matt Kahn shares how in order to start cashing checks and actually showing up from the space of love. It's this process of can we top our self love bank accounts back up again? So when we actually go to ch- cash the check, we've got something to cash. Mm. And when I compare this to the story that I just shared, it's like all of those mornings where I ate so terribly, slash, not terribly, because trying to get away from, you know, that yeah. whole story of good and bad. When I ate all of these foods that maybe not that weren't so nourishing for my body. And I was saying, I accept you. I accept you anyway. Unknowingly that whole time slash knowingly as well, because I knew that this was the only way through it. I was filling up my account. I was filling up my account. I was filling up my account by saying, I accept you. I accept you. I accept you. And eventually one day came where I had enough in the bank to say, and now I'm going to choose to move forward and choose something differently. And I've got the the drive and the motivation now because that account's been filled up quite a lot. And I'm, I'm really in a space where I've accepted this is where I'm at and I can, yeah, I can take action from a more loving place. Yeah. So, yeah.
0: And you've got to start somewhere. So it's finding like, that kind of baby step for you of like Mm. whether it's i accept you or can i like myself or can i i love what you share um you shared it with me in the mastermind about can i show up like five percent more or two percent like it doesn't have to be like Mm. i've got to do a hundred percent and all the things all at once and be perfect Can I just maybe show up a little more as my authentic self and allow my expression to come through like 5% more. And so it's like even that of like knowing that we don't have to jump from deep self-hatred and beating ourselves up and all of that conditioning to all of a sudden, Oh, I love myself. And I tried to do that in the beginning. I went straight to like the secret and positive thinking and doing the affirmations and the meditations, but it wasn't landing. It wasn't working because I felt like I just had so much conditioning that I wasn't addressing and I wasn't aware of and it's so fascinating to me because like listening to your story and like the desire to be skinny um for so many women I was always really petite and really just naturally small and high metabolism but I still hated my body and I still would look in the mirror and be like oh like that's not like that and that should be like this and I got into like such a habit of sucking my stomach in and even now like i can still kind of catch myself like oh and i relax mm. and that's because it was just for so long and i remember talking to my sister and i was like how did you get abs and she's like oh i just tense my stomach all the time and i'm like okay so i just started doing that and forever i was just tensing my stomach and that is such so detrimental to our well-being and our health like contracting all the time and it was just like something that I had to really unlearn and had to really love my body for how it is so it's quite fascinating that we can think oh yeah once I'm skinny I'll be happy and just like you said once you got to the body there was still that lack of like happiness and fulfillment in it and it's like I feel like for me I've been um I can say I've been blessed to have like a body that just is naturally like what a lot of people want but that didn't create happiness for me and it really just shows like you can have the body you can have the money you can have the house or the partner all the things and you can still be like I feel like I should be more grateful I feel like something's missing and then there's almost like this you feel bad saying that you like aren't happy because you think that you should be so then you bottle Mm -hmm. it down or like you bottle it up and just kind of shut it down and don't even let anyone in to support you which is where I kind of got with like I don't have a reason to be so depressed and unhappy that I'm just not going to tell anyone because someone will think there's something wrong with me it was just Mm -hmm. pushing it down pushing it down and so yeah same with me like I've had my own experiences very similar of like just coming into acceptance with what is and one of the things that I had to really come into acceptance of and I, I shared a podcast about it was actually the depression like it just kept following me no matter what I did or changed or where I traveled to and moved to like I couldn't run away from it, it just kept finding me <laughs> and uh-huh. I it got to a point where I was like I have to just be with this and it actually happened when I was pregnant with Theo when I first found out I was pregnant I went into massive denial I was like my ducks aren't in a row I don't have all these things I'm meant to have before I'm pregnant and I just sunk into this like panic and this denial and this numbing out and this deep depression but the message that was coming through was like you've got to be with this there's nothing to fix here there's nothing to change you just got to be with it and for me to just kind of allow myself like I didn't get out of bed I ate whatever I wanted because I kind of I had to eat like almost every hour to keep up with Theo he just like sucked everything out (laughs) like it was insane and I love food like I eat a lot of food and i was like got to the point where i hated food i was like i do not want to eat another bite because i just had to eat so much with him and then like but even as i was growing this belly, I was like oh my god i'm so fat and i had so much shame about being fat i was like i'm not fat i'm pregnant but even then it's like oh like i'm so ugly and i felt like my partner didn't love me anymore i had so much stuff coming up and it's just it's wild because even after he came out and i started breastfeeding the weight just dropped off like wildly fast like probably too fast and i actually got unhealthily unhealthily small and i still didn't feel happy so it's like no matter how what size my body was it didn't create happiness it really does have to come within but it was like coming back to like that depression when I really allowed myself to be with it and just come into acceptance and let myself be in bed and be miserable and and be in denial and not read all the baby books I thought I had to read and just be with how I was Mm -hmm. feeling I actually felt myself moving through it in a way that I'd never have before in the past it was like these high intensities and then dropping into low depression and anxious and maybe it was just kind of erratic Whereas when I went through this, it was like, as I came into the second trimester, it started to lift. And I got to this place of balance where I was like, oh, I've never felt this before. Like, I just feel at ease. And I feel very, very different. It's very foreign. And I was like, this must be what balance feels like, because I just feel so good. And I felt like I was in this natural state of meditation, just constantly. And I still had my low moments, I still had emotions. But they didn't seem to like, take over me anymore in the past I didn't really attach to the stories I was just able to accept it in that moment and Mm -hmm. that's actually how it does move through just like you said and sometimes I think we can have this idea like if I accept this I'm going to be here forever but it's actually in the resistance that it continues it's like that quote goes what you resist persists Mm -hmm. (laughs) so if you keep resisting it and running away and pushing it and forcing it down or trying to change it and force it it actually just comes at you harder but when you like just surrender to it like okay let me feel you let me be with you and mm. let me accept yeah. you it's like this integration takes place and it's like you're coming back to wholeness and mm. it actually starts to melt and soften and it, has, it doesn't have so much power over you when you just like i see you i see you i'm with you and it's like that the power that it had over you just starts to dissolve
1: ah <sighs> Yes. So important to speak to this. I think that that fits so well with that card that I was telling you I pulled before for everyone listening, I pulled this card before the podcast and I was like, what, what am I being called to share? And it's a card that says, trust the seasons, embracing change cycles of life, transition and growth. And it talks about how um, and I'll put my own twist on this as well, but we're kind of, we live in this world where the blooming is glorified, right? We're, we're in this world, we are taking action and showing up as our higher self and being in our happiness is glorified. And that's what we're all aiming to achieve and experience. But we forget to, glorify and allow the deaths and the the decomposing those natural cycles in nature that are so, so natural to our human existence yet when we're in it we're like no give me the next meditation the next breath work or like we grip at trying to escape like you say that that deep depression but when I was actually having a chat with one of my clients about this today who's also moving through a death portal at the moment not a physical death but you know energetically and for so many months actually she's been resisting it and in the past few days she's been allowing herself to melt into it like when we're feeling the depths of our emotions um there's so much power like you say in allowing ourselves to be in that allowing ourselves just to like if you imagine the tree falls off the leaf falls off the tree and then it slowly decomposes um, on the earth beneath it. And then what happens is it turns into this really beautiful, fertile, rich soil. And from that place, so much can grow and be birthed, but for so Often we're trying to hold ourselves back from turning into that rich soil. Like we don't realize that our emotions and the deep experiences that we're going through are trying to initiate us into what you say, like that balance and that bliss of Oh, I've just like allowed myself to be with that now. And now, oh, what? I get to experience so much pleasure on the other side. Ah, mm. oh, yes. So important.
0: And it's so funny because you can have these experiences and then the next layer comes or the next kind of movement or season or shift comes and you're like, oh, not again. (laughs) (laughs) But you're like, I think when you do it more and more and you just practice that surrender, you practice that allowance, it does get easier. It doesn't mean that there's never any contraction. It's like... I often talk about and I refer it back to like the gym like when you're working out your muscles you're contracting and expanding your your muscles to get the muscles you want and yeah. it's like so when you're contracting in your healing journey or your energetics or like your body and kind of resisting and pushing away I just trust that that's part of the process as well like it mm-hmm. it does feel uncomfortable and often it's like a a natural survival response of like like kind of freezing up or like running away or fighting and then you realize actually I don't need to fight flight or freeze like I can actually be with this I'm actually safe because a lot Mm -hmm. of the time we we get kind of tricked of like if I go into this I'm going to die like I'm not going to survive this Mm -hmm. and it's that survival brain that's kicking in which is essential we don't want to get rid of that we just want to become aware of what it's revealing to us what it's alarming to us and then check our surroundings like am i actually safe here yes okay let me lean in let me dip my toe in i don't have to dive into the deep end i can pendulate and like feel a little bit and then come back out and cozy myself up and resource then i can kind of come back for a little bit more and then i can resource like that's actually the way that i work it's not about let's just dive into the deep end and feel all of the stuff all at once that would be really hard and really overwhelming we want to actually be really gentle to our nervous system and practice the pendulation of like let me feel a little bit let me meet that inner child let me meet that belief system and then let me also resource and just calm and take care and be gentle and slow about it rather than thinking I've got to do all of the stuff now so Mm -hmm. I can be happy there's this idea like. I have to heal all the things and I've got my checklist of all the traumas and all the beliefs and all the stuff that I have to deal with so I can have my life that I truly desire. It's like, well, you can actually live the life you desire right now
1: whilst mm-hmm. you
0: navigate through that healing journey because the only reason we want something is because we think it's going to make us feel some way. Yes. Feel that way now. You don't have mm-hmm. to wait for something to take place for you to feel it.
1: Yes. That is truly our superpower. I love that last part. Um, We want something because we think it's going to make us feel a certain way, but we can make ourselves. We can tap into that feeling now. And that's like coming full circle to the babies thing. Like those babies are onto that, you know?
0: (laughs) Yeah. I love watching Theo. Like he'll go from like bawling his eyes out, screaming, like, usually when he's just overtired or like whatever mm-hmm. it is, but he'll just like go from screaming and then all of a sudden he just starts pissing himself laughing. And I'm like, what are you doing? Like you're <laughs> playing games on me right now. And his like face is red and he's just losing himself laughing. I'm like, how did you do that? <laughs> yeah. It's just wild. like it's so natural that they express. They don't hold it in. That's the, that's the key really. They're expressing. It's mm. not bad. It's not good they only discover that something is bad and good because we're like what's wrong what's wrong what's wrong when they're crying or like Mm -hmm. they're happy and we're like oh you're happy and we're celebrating that they're happy we're celebrating that they did something new they achieved something so we're actually conditioning them from such a young age like oh you were you did something you achieved or you were you shared you gave well Mm -hmm. done oh you're not sharing bad boy like it's kind of you are already doing this like unknowingly and i even catch myself like when he starts crying, like, what's wrong, what's wrong? I'm like, hang on a minute. Well, nothing's wrong. He's mm-hmm. actually expressing, he's feeling, and it's finding a new way to have those conversations of, is there something he's needing in this moment that I can support him with? Or does he just need to be held and, like, that, to have someone to be present with him while he's experiencing that?
1: Mm, gosh. Yeah, the journey of motherhood. I can imagine, I'm not at that point in my life yet, but to be an aware woman with, you know, the the level of consciousness that you have and recognize how so many of your words and actions are directly, you know, influencing his, con- his conditioning oh, it must be such a journey to navigate, but it sounds like So beautiful the way you're you're navigating that. So beautiful to see him in an emotional expression and just, you know, like not put any kind of wronging onto that. Yeah. We need more mums like you <laughs> in the it's world. It's definitely
0: um, had its challenges, like it always does. Like it's such a full-on thing and I don't think there's a way to get it perfect or right, and I don't yeah. think that's what we should aim for either. I just I think there's so much to learn and just even what we've been talking about today, like it brings up so much of how much I've witnessed with Theo and just seeing how much joy and love for life he has. And I'm like, wow, it's just so natural. For him yeah. to just move through all of that emotion and just he comes back like he just comes back to his center and you see it i think there's so much to learn and that's what really helped me as well in the very beginning when i first got pregnant and i was like oh my god i i don't have the ducks in a row i haven't learned all the things that i want to teach him and then like this i've always had this um like wise voice that i don't think it's my voice it's something else that comes through and it's like well you're not here he's you're not actually here to teach him he's coming here to teach you so it's okay like take the pressure off and it's like wow (laughs) and I think that really helped me to just sink into the depression as well that I needed to feel that I've been running away Mm -hmm. from for years because like there's also this idea of like when I when you're pregnant you should be joyful you should be happy you should be this and it just comes back to like we need to really let go of all those shoulds and who we think we should be or need to Mm -hmm. be in order to have the life we want or the experiences we want and actually take the time to just explore who we want to be and the experiences we Mm -hmm. truly desire to have
1: yes yeah so many shoulds yeah goodbye to the shoulds like here's to from here on out just recognizing when we're shooting ourselves (laughs) and Uh, loving ourselves as we are that's such a practice
0: yeah and Mm. what I love to do in those moments is when I'm when I'm shooting or when I'm doing something that I feel like maybe I shouldn't do then it's like I actually just kind of I just meet myself and I kind of have a bit of a giggle and I'm just like that's okay I don't wrong myself for it of like oh like you did that thing again and like we start scolding ourselves for not staying on point or doing our practices like maybe you go a week without meditating or doing your yoga and it's like oh like we start wronging ourselves for it so it's like noticing that if you do like the shudders, or you do something that you feel like was the wrong thing to do how can you show yourself more compassion in that moment rather than like scolding yourself because it's it's quite interesting we think that if i beat myself up or i tell myself off or i scold myself i'll be like i'll do the good i'll do the right thing and it comes from like that punishment reward system like Mm -hmm. do the wrong thing and you get punished do the right thing and you get rewarded and we're doing the same thing to ourselves like thinking if i punish myself i'll get myself back in line
1: Mm -hmm. but it actually
0: really wounds us and so the way to actually really like for me to align to who you desire to be or the life you desire to live is to actually give yourself more love and more appreciation and acknowledgement of like wow you you went to your yoga class like celebrate like I feel amazing and anchor in the goodness of that like I chose the apple over the chocolate today like yes amazing today I mm. chose the chocolate amazing like enjoy it <laughs> like it's actually not wrong or right it's mm. just celebrating yourself for those choices that you're making just like what we what, what I do with with Theo we celebrate when they do these different things like how can we celebrate ourselves Cause mm. I started thinking like when does that stop when do we stop like stop getting celebrated and it just becomes yeah. like normal like oh you should you should just put your shoes away you should just do your homework like <laughs> it's like when does that stop so we gotta bring the celebration back <laughs>
1: mm, bring the celebration back yes like we need more certificates like we stopped yeah. going to school and suddenly we don't get certificates anymore rude I
0: know. um <laughs> Gold know. stars I love-
1: Yeah, where's our gold? We need a chart on the fridge. (laughs) Our gold stars need to come back. Self-love tip 101, gold stars on the fridge. But um, I was also gonna share. Um, this like relates so much back to that self-love bank account, right? Where when we shame ourselves or should ourselves, that's often taking away from that balance. And so recognizing that, oh, when we're in that. If we have noticed that we've shamed ourselves and we've noticed that um, maybe we haven't done the thing that we thought we wanted to do for ourselves, um, or maybe you're in an old story that is not serving you. I really love this um, kind of quote that I read in the book, The Universe Has Your Back by Gabby Bernstein. I read that book a few years ago and just like took so many things away from it. And one of them was, um, I recognize I'm in that old story again. I'm going to try again. I'm going to try love. Or can I choose again? Can I choose love? Mm. And so, Sometimes I find myself in like such funny shame stories and I literally, when I catch myself in them, I notice them run through my mind. I laugh and then I repeat that. Like, oh, I recognize them in that old story again. I choose again. I choose love. And it's like this playful way of like, oh, oh, I'm in the conditioning funny let's <laughs> let, let's switch that up yeah. um so yeah that's a really practical tool that i yeah thought called to share because it it's been super helpful in my own life
0: and laughter is so healing and elevating like i've read stories and it was quite early on my journey that was really inspiring of people that have healed from like what was considered terminal disease through laughter
1: and, wow like
0: I was, like, reading these stories, I'm like, holy shit, like, we're actually more powerful than you could ever think. Like, and it's just so wild to me. Like, I remember the reason that I kind of, I had this really mind-opening experience like this is what i want to do was reading about these stories of these people with terminal illnesses that the doctors turned away like we can't do anything for you and so they're like well i'm not giving up so they went and found alternative means because they had no other options the doctors weren't going to help them in those situations and they went on these retreats and healed like massive tumors disappeared like gone from their body and i was like "Holy!" like holy shit like this is what I want to do like I want to do that and I was just like my whole body was lit up and I was like I want to run retreats I want to help people heal I want to show them how powerful we are because it's bullshit that we haven't known it already (laughs) and I was like I'm not accepting this Mm -hmm. anymore that we're not like we're not powerful and we actually can do the unthinkable Mm -hmm. and it's just really incredible witnessing like where that led me on my journey and i remember the first retreat that i ran i was like oh my god i'm here like i'm running a retreat and i'm actually doing like trauma integration work and i was like i even really know how that happened it just kind of like i had that big dream and i knew how i wanted to feel when i was there and i had that feeling and i was like i could barely even do my opening introduction because i had like smile from ear to ear and it was just really wild So it's like just reminding everyone here that you are actually just so much more powerful and your words like I can't even stress enough like just how powerful your words are. And if we're constantly saying I'm not good enough or like see, I knew you couldn't do that and like validating our, the the beliefs that are holding us back, If we keep speaking in these hurtful ways to ourselves it's actually really detrimental and just that little shift of like i accept this i accept myself i allow this or like even what you were sharing like recognize the story you're in it's not about ignoring it and just like thinking we can kind of get rid of it and push it down or ignore it it's acknowledge it and see it and then choose again
1: mm. yes mm yes yes yeah <laughs> so
0: much for um this conversation today i feel like there's just so much here that's gonna be so valuable for for those who are listening so i'm so grateful for your time and your energy and your wisdom is there any kind of final words or anything that you would like to add before we start to close off
1: hmm i think kind of to round it all off I would love to share just like a really quick guided practice into the heart to to start filling from within I feel like the theme of um you know self-soothing and self-fulfillment is such a big one that we've covered in so many different ways today and um yeah, I had this exercise that might be really juicy to mm. to close us off. So yeah, um, for everyone listening, maybe you want to close your eyes if that's safe for you. Maybe you're driving and that's not ideal. Yeah,
0: maybe <laughs> but if you your if you're your eyes if you're, driving. <laughs> <laughs> so
1: if you're yeah. in a safe space, inviting you to just close the eyes. Perhaps you want to bring a hand to the heart space and just beginning to guide some breaths into this space. Breathing in through your nose. Exhaling through your mouth. Breathing in. Breathing out. In. And out, just continuing to deepen the breath. And as you inhale, can you imagine almost that your heart has its own set of nostrils and you're breathing through the heart space, you're activating through that heart space. In each breath you take, you feel that a deeper connection is building here. You're feeling the beat of your heart. You're noticing the volume, the space that your heart takes up in your chest. now maybe you imagine that seated within your heart is a beautiful cup, maybe a chalice. It sits within the center of your heart space. Now you're simply going to state, I am a vessel for source energy. I am a vessel for source energy. And can you notice how when you say those words, you can begin to gently feel and sense a flow of energy in the body. Can you really begin to notice the subtle sensations in your body as you make yourself a vessel and slowly beginning to visualize that you are filling this cup now You are just a vessel and this this energy is now taking up space, it's moving through, it's cleansing, it's clearing, it's washing away any density. And it's filling, it's filling you up. And all you have to do is focus on the silence and the stillness within you. Can you notice? the pleasure that exists when you simply put your focus on the silence in your body. You're feeling the gratitude for this pleasure, for this silence, for this energy in your body. And can you notice that maybe when you focus on the gratitude and when you focus your awareness on the stillness, that the pleasure just begins to build? And maybe you open this vessel now 2% more. Can you widen your vessel? Can you let more of this expansive, pleasurable energy in? And notice as you widen the vessel, the subtle shifts and sensations, maybe. You're feeling even more in the body, maybe. You feel a little bit more expansive. Now, just stating, I am activating my vessel, my cup with source energy. I am filling my cup up and just spending a few more breaths here, just bathing in the bliss. You don't have to try, just simply placing your focus on the silence. And soak it up. Let it radiate. And you can recognize here that you are no longer subject to your external reality to bring you pleasure, to bring you fulfillment. In this moment, you are sourcing from source itself. What you are feeling here. Is so juicy and you can expand upon this as well with practice. If you're not feeling much now, just know that this is something that really deepens the more you do it. And also the more you expand your capacity to hold emotion in the body. All emotion in the body. But just noticing that what you can cultivate here in this moment, no other person can ever bring you. No fancy car, no fancy house, no food. No amount of followers on Instagram can bring you the deep fulfillment that you feel within, that you can cultivate from within. And to deeply realize that and feel that is a total superpower. And it makes you realize that even though you're sitting here, you still may have many different things to heal. But right now, in this moment, you are choosing your state. You are choosing wholeness. You are choosing fulfillment, Regardless of whether any of that is already complete or not. Beautiful. And taking a deeper breath in. And just slowly coming back to your space when you're ready. Maybe you gaze to the furthest point in your room. And then bringing your gaze to something close by and then coming back to your space. And I just want to add something to that practice. The... the level of which we can experience pleasure, joy, happiness is directly influenced by our ability to feel the opposite of all of those things, the sadness, the grief, the um, anxiety, whatever it is. And so recognizing that when you do these meditations and tune into these beautiful, pleasurable sensations in the body, our ability to access that will be influenced by our ability to really meet ourselves in the depth of our grief as well so if you want to feel more bliss and joy and more fulfillment in your life and in your body an invitation to start exploring the deeper stuff that maybe doesn't feel so comfortable as well because when we can really allow ourselves to deepen into that Oh, the pleasure and the bliss that lives on the other side is so freaking juicy. So yeah, I just wanted to end with that little little nugget there. And actually, that meditation was and that practice was gifted to me divinely when um one of my flatmates invited a friend over to our house. His name's Al Havara, and he started sharing me with me all of these wild manifestations that he had made and these wild experiences that he had experienced in his life as a result of finding out these really powerful manifestation tools. And that's one of the things that he taught me. And it was such a wild moment where suddenly I was at my house learning from this extremely knowledgeable guy. And he shared this this tool with me and shared that um, he hadn't really shared it with anyone else, but he knew that he was meant to share it with me, and he knew that he was being called to share it because the people that would end up learning it from me um, would really benefit from it. So, shout out to Al Havara, and um, I hope that that practice can be something that supportive for everyone that that listens along
0: thank you so much i think that was so so special and it's always really nice to end these calls with a little practice and a little like something you can really take away from this because we can all sit around and absorb information and knowledge and all the things again and again but when you actually put it into practice and implement it that's where the magic really happens Um, Mm. And, of course, there's beautiful magic that happens by receiving the wisdom and the energetic transmission, but then it's what do you do with that? So I think there's so much here that people can really take away and start implementing to cultivate a deeper sense of self-love and self-worth, like one step at a time. So, Mm. yes, thanks again. Um, no worries kind of yeah close off um I'd love for you to share just where people can find you and if you do have um anything that's kind of upcoming at the moment or just where people can find you so they can follow you and, and keep receiving
1: mm, thank you yeah so um I'm on instagram at love with kayla anderson so most of my updates happen there. Actually, I'm not that active on Facebook anymore. Um, you can also email me at hello at love with Kayla Anderson as well. Um, so those are the main places you can find me. And in terms of things that I have coming up, currently I'm in the process of welcoming in a new round of one-on-one clients so if you're looking to explore this work further on a more a deeper level then invitation to get in touch around that um, and I also have multiple online offerings and things happening throughout the year so depending on when you listen to this yeah if you head to my Instagram and see my latest post you'll see what's going on but I also in the bio of my Instagram, have a few offerings one of them is um it's called the art of showing up for yourself and it's a free webinar so if you want a webinar that really supports you and yeah keeping your promises to yourself and being devoted to your self-love practice and the rituals that are going to support you and being your best self then yeah head there and download that for free and yeah Thank you so much for having me, Monique. It's been so beautiful. And, yeah, I've really enjoyed this conversation. It's been great.
0: Yeah, it's been really amazing. Yeah, I'll pop all those links below for everyone just to make it easy as well. Um, But, yeah, thanks so much and see you all again next time.
1: Bye.
0: What an amazing conversation with the beautiful Kayla Anderson it was such a pleasure and an honor to have her on the podcast to share her wisdom and her medicine with you guys. The art of allowing is truly so so powerful and life-changing to really learn how to lean into the discomfort lean into what you're feeling and experiencing it will really allow you to move through it and now I have a really amazing message from you and special offer to really support and guide you in taking these next steps of really mastering the art of allowing cultivating that deep self-love and acceptance and really reclaiming your innate worthiness so that you can live the life that you truly truly desire to really live in alignment with your authentic self. The Sacred Art of Loving Yourself is my signature program. It is a journey of self-discovery, rebirth and reconnection. For the woman who is ready to take control of her life, her relationships and her emotional state so that she can embrace a deeply connected life and build conscious harmonious relationships, inside you will receive my proven step-by-step process for overcoming emotional triggers and creating a harmonious life as well as cultivate unshakable self-love and acceptance, reconnecting you to your authentic self and your ability to speak your truth. The sacred art of loving yourself will support you in integrating your inner child, releasing limiting beliefs and protective mechanisms that are no longer serving you and so much more. Through this journey, you will know your innate worthiness and feel so confident to just be fully yourself, express your truth, your needs, your desires and your personal boundaries. And I can't wait to share this journey with you. If you would like to learn more, go down below this episode and you will see the link to register and reserve your space as well as everything that is involved so go ahead check it out and I look forward to supporting you on this journey home. If you have any questions at all or feel to have a conversation to see if this journey is the right one for you feel free to reach out at info at Thank you so much for listening to the Good Girl Unleashed podcast. If you are loving this content, go ahead and subscribe to be notified of upcoming episodes. Please leave a five-star review to help me get these powerful teachings and practices to those who need it. If you would like to submit a question or would like to know more about how we can work together, send me an email to info at So much love to you, beautiful human. Until next time.